fuck you, Craig, and welcome, welcome, welcome back to the 41st rendition of Cooped Up Conversations with Aaron, Joey, Prokop, me, Cooper. And joining us today, the first time, we're having a double guest special, two for one, two titans of Sigo Sports Talk. Um, for all of the people out there, we apparently have AO listeners. Shout out to you. We're going to get to your voicemail later this week, but um, this this is going to come out after that, so that doesn't even matter. My fucking sense of time is all thrown off. But the first time, all these people have been waiting for a year to get a conversation like this, multiple sigos in the same room discussing sports. Perfect time for it. We had a... I, I, I'm gonna, just going to start off before we... I'm going to introduce you first, and then I'll say my opening take. Sorry, I'm getting all distracted already. I'm so excited. We have so much to talk about. Joining us for the first time ever, the one-eared menace, the fighting Irish leprechaun of Sigo, Mr. Evan. I'm not going to say your last name. Welcome to the podcast, buddy. Thank you for joining us today. Hey, thank you for having me. I appreciate it, and I'm glad that I was able to make it on despite despite some extenuating circumstances happening today so well yeah you signed your death warrant moving in with uh mr chet there but uh, i'm gonna take a second before i get mean too early not even two minutes in and introduce our second guest back again mr spencer p joining us two episodes later that was gonna be my opening thought here spencer and i have some serious l's to take for our uh, for all of our takes on the second half of the thirty eighth episode that came out a few weeks ago, we both had some very questionable takes that came back to bite us in the ass before the podcast even came out. So it even made it look way worse, which is the best part of it. So we'll have to take those L's before we start. Um, but everybody, yeah, how's everybody going? How's everybody doing? Uh, we have a lot of cooks in the kitchen today, so we're gonna see how it works. We're doing good, Coop. We're hanging in there. The more the merrier. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what I always well, the, say. We're, we're starting to really get close to the vibe that it felt when we were up in Joey's uh, Joey's room with most everybody on uh, in there. The only person we're really missing is uh, Krieg's getting all pissed off. I think about, I can't, I still to this day cannot remember what he got so pissed off about that we were talking about in sports. Um, I don't think it was Marcus Smart related, but it was something like that that he took super personally. <laughs> and I remember him standing up and waving his fucking finger around at everybody, <laughs> screaming, pointing. <laughs> but yeah, Evan was also uh, was also there. He's one of the, another of the OG attempters to make the podcast. So I mean, this is just an absolute spectacular episode. So uh, let's start off. We wanted to start off with the uh, Cel- some Celtics talk. Uh, that's uh, definitely more Evan's forte. Not only does he look like the mascot, he also has some good, <laughs> good, good takes here. So, uh, Evan, I want to start off with you. What do you th- What do you think about the moves that the uh, Danny Age made at the the trade deadline? And then, second part of that question would be: Are you in or out on the Celtics? On let's just set the bar at making the Eastern Conference Finals again, because I think that's the bar that this team needs to meet to make this season like viewed as like any sort of success so what are your feelings on both of that and uh yeah let's go ahead and start us off uh well i mean i i would have liked to have some more time today to really like do some research on evan fournier but i think from what i already knew about him he 
is a good pickup. I don't remember what they gave up for him, but I know it was a it was a solid trade. Um, and I think he I think he scores around 19 points a game, which is obviously uh, can never have too much scoring. Uh, so I like that pickup, and hopefully um, uh, he's playing right now. Uh, I don't have fucking internet here yet or cable <laughs> setup, so I can't really watch the game. But uh, you know, I think. I think he'll be a good guy to slot in the starting lineup and then have Marcus Smart back on the six-man role that he realistically should be. Uh, and then um, I wasn't... I, I was 50-50 with... Uh, I cannot... Uh, sorry, uh, we just interrupt. 23 minutes so far, zero points, zero assists, two rebounds. Well, that's pretty similar to the uh, stat line that you gave. Yeah. The, I know they gave up Jeff Teague for him. And Orlando already dropped Jeff Teague, so. Yeah. Um, well, and then I think I, it was like draft pick Spencer. Do you yeah, know it was what? Two, two second round picks. And then Teague. Yeah. Yeah. So. Right. Well, that was a... I don't know. Maybe it's just like something related to nerves in front of playing, <laughs> uh, in front of playing at the Boston Garden crowd because this is the first time they've had fans there in a hot minute. Um, so playing his first game with the fans making their first appearance at the garden. Maybe there's some nerves attached to that, or maybe he's just trying Zero to Zero points is a bad look, role. though. Yes, absolutely. And it kind of makes everything that I, every optimistic thing I just said about him look kind of, make me look like a dickhead, but we'll, 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 we'll move past that. Um, but, I mean, you know, the other big move was uh, getting rid of Daniel Tice, who Thank I Thank really, Christ. I was okay. That's another thing I disagree with you on. I liked Daniel Tice for his. Um, he he should not have been the starting center ever. Uh, oh no that way! Was, that that was he. He was always more meant to be like a um, efficient defensive guy to come off the bench. Um, and I, while I, while I wish he was still on the roster. It forces Brad Stevens to finally unleash Time Lord in the starting lineup, which is definitely an upgrade. I have been looking forward to Time Lord being a permanent piece in the starting lineup for quite some time now because I think that's where he belongs. He's a defensive menace, uh, and he he can basically be a prime DeAndre Jordan for the Celtics, which it, I think is a solid fit for them. Um with regards to my expectations for the the Celtics finish, I think, you know, playoffs is number one right now, like making the playoffs because they're floating around 500. I think they're like 21 and 21 or – no, like they were like 21 and 22 before tonight or something like that. I don't even know exactly. Yeah, but, they were under 500. I know that, I think. Yeah, so – but I mean, that's – that's usually good enough in the Eastern Conference for an eighth seed, which unfortunately, the way Philly's playing this year, uh, we're not. If if that was the first round matchup, I wouldn't exactly expect a sweep of the Sixers this year. Um, and no, I'd say the Celtics the probably lose around. five. Um, yeah, if, if anything, it's gonna be it'd be shocking if the Celtics. Um, took down the Sixers in a playoff series because uh, the Sixers are a better team, much better team than they were last year. The Celtics are not as good a team as they were last year. 
the Bucks are still playing well. Um, I think they're floating around like two wins for every loss or something like that. So they're doing all right. Um, but you know, that it's, it's not been a great season for the seas and I am sad about it, but you know, I, I think as long as if they can win a playoff series this year, then that's probably exceeding expectations because they're going to finish in the lower half of the seating if they make the playoffs at all. Um, but Eastern oh, they don't make finals, the playoffs. Ooh. Yeah, but Eastern Conference Finals is a bit of a is a bit difficult seeing how how the other powerhouses in the East are just substantially better than the C's right now. So that's what I got on that. Yeah, like I'm to be honest with you, I don't even consider the the Sixers or the Bucks to be like if you can get the fucking Nets healthy, like Durant's probably gonna sit out till the playoffs start. Like I just that team's not gonna be stopped in the playoffs if they have like any sort of chemistry. Uh I just don't right. see that happening. So like um so just to kind of sum up, you 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 like the trades besides the Tice one, which I love. I fucking hated Daniel Tice. It had nothing to do with the actually it had to do somewhat to do with the way he played, but it also just had to do with his really annoying whiny face, and he always was <laughs> fucking in foul trouble, and he never got a and like, dude, I love how like his closing chapter as a Celtic was he missed the fucking three at the end of the game, and then they trade his ass the next day. <laughs> oh, it's just so perfect. But uh, Spencer, uh, same question to you. Uh, what are your feelings about the deadline moves, and are you in or out on the Celtics? I'm still all in on the Celtics. Uh, I definitely agree with Evan about Robert getting more time, Time Lord getting his time. He needed that. Tice definitely should have been relegated to a bench role. Uh, it was just the chemistry that he had with Tatum that was keeping him in the starting lineup, I think. But, I mean, I Can still... I ask you a question? Yeah. Do you think potentially that Danny Ainge made that move because he wanted Robert Williams to play more? Because I think that Stevens was a big Tice guy. So I almost wonder if that was like a push to get Williams on the floor more. Because like, I feel like that trade, like they got Mo, Mo Wagner for him, right? So just like another tall German oaf. Like, and Luke Cornett too. <laughs> Like, I just feel like it was a kind of lateral move, and I wonder if it's almost because he wanted to get Robert to play more. Because I, I I agree with you guys. I think that Robert Williams should be in the starting lineup way more. I think he – I think his ceiling is going to be, like, significant, like, if he can still develop. Like, I, it's kind of – he he's, like, the same age as Tatum, isn't he? Or, like, he's, like, around – he's, like, 23 or something, but – I don't know. I think his ceiling can be pretty good. I just, ideally, I would have liked them to go after a big man. I think if you're gonna look back on it, I think the 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 move that Ainge missed was not at the deadline, but it was last summer when he could have got Miles Turner for Gordon Hayward. Like, oh, that's was just such a fucking bonehead move. And then he needed he needed to get Oladipo or whoever else he wanted in that deal. Like you really needed that, Danny. Why? Like why didn't you just get fucking what you needed, which was a big man who could shoot? And Miles Turner's having like a career year this year, I'm pretty sure. But 
Anyway, sorry to interrupt. Go back, go back on your, uh, go, go back to your thing. I just was curious if you thought that Tice might have gotten traded uh, like as a fucking a push by Ainge to get Robert Williams to play more because that was something I was thinking about because I know how big of a like ty- like uh, a Tice fan Brad Stevens is. But right, well, I mean, I said sorry, last continue. time I was on here, man. Uh, like, there's too many cooks in the kitchen for the center role. Like, they had to play Tristan Thompson. Like, they brought him in expecting to play. And Brad's a huge Tice guy, like, I'm sure. So, like, it kind of was pushing Rob back and losing some minutes. And the dude needed the minutes. He was playing his ass off out there. Like, there's no reason for him not to be out there. So, I don't, they they need to get somebody out. He's arguably been the one that's, like, shown the most, like, grit and hustle and shit during all these games, besides Smart. Like, he's been. I think one of those people that's playing with that next level energy that a lot of the people aren't playing with right now. Yeah. Like it's kind of a, I don't know. There, like there's, there's something in my opinion, just wrong with the Celtics team at its core. And I don't know if we're going to ever find out what it is. And I'm curious to see if it has to do something between like Brown Tatum smart. Like, I think it's gotta be something like that or like, they just don't like Stevens. Like it's gotta be something because there's something up with this team. They're also I'm, just young guys. Yeah. Let's go. I'm slowly, 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 ever so slowly starting to fall off the Brad Stevens bandwagon. I was always a big fan of him in the first few seasons that he coached, but I don't know. It just feels like every year he's losing the team a little bit more, even though they, they the team played well last year. Just like there was that other season, uh, the second Kyrie season, where the team just randomly had no sort of chemistry and heart, and it just it didn't feel right. And it, it's it's I'm just slowly more more uh, subscribing to the idea that Brad Stevens has something to do with it or a lot to do with it. I don't understand his rotations and shit sometimes. And I don't understand why he doesn't take out take timeouts at certain points. Like you can like especially when like the 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 problem that they still have is like holding a lead in the second half. Like they can be up by 18 points and you're like, "Well, this game's not over." Like every single time, I don't know how the fuck it happens. Like he like uh, I just don't know. Like I I I agree with you. I I don't know if it's a like I'm not I've never been like a huge like Brad Stevens is a genius kind of guy. Like I've never had that assumption about him. Like I think I like always realized he was a pretty decent coach, but like I don't know why like we as a, a town a city and as a franchise have hold, held this guy in this like godly status. It's kind of like Ainge, dude. What has Ainge done besides the fucking Garnett deal with his boy Kevin McHale and the fucking Tatum deal? Like he hasn't, like, I don't know. It's been a long time, and he's made a lot of moves and done like held a lot of picks and for one title and one other appearance. Like, I don't know. I just, I, I think there's something up that needs to. There's, there's. If you don't make the playoffs this year, you gotta, you gotta stir the pot somehow. Like, someone needs to be fired. Like, if they don't make the playoffs, that's not acceptable. Especially, especially because it's like. Who did they really lose from last? Like they lost Hayward, but like they didn't replace his scoring. Yeah, and that's what they want Fournier or whatever to do. I think Evan, you said nineteen points. I think you're. It's it's like something around that. I I, I think it's like seventeen or nineteen points. 
Like, which you can't expect him to score here. Like, that was when he was in Orlando. So, right. even if that guy gets you, like, 10 to 12 points, I wonder how Smart's going to take it if he's kind of someone who isn't playing in the last four minutes of the game. Because if you get to think of a game, if Kemba's playing, you don't have a you don't have a shooting guard. Like, who are you going to put on? Like, the, this guy who you brought in to be a scorer, or are you going to put on Marcus Smart? Because then you're, gonna, you're, you're keeping Tatum and Brown out there if it's the last four minutes of a close game. And then you're going to have, a like, a rotation of whichever big man. So it's like, I don't know. I, I wonder how Smart's going to take that if he's not always in at the end of the games anymore. He's probably not going to take it too well. I can imagine not. <laughs> <laughs> like, the dude's been a leader on this team. He's the, the vet, you know? Like he's, he's still young. Yeah, he's the heart of the Celtics, exactly. He's still young, but he's been on the team the longest. You know, he embodies what uh what that team needs to be. That's why I like I see what you're saying where he embodies the team and stuff like that, but the same stuff that you guys are saying is one of the reasons I think that he might be the piece that doesn't fit. And by that I mean if you think that Brown and Tatum are this like next great duo and you want to make them happy if it comes down to keeping Marcus Smart in this team or not and then potentially having space for, like if obviously like uh, it's not like Smart's a superstar bringing this crazy scoring or anything like I don't know I I think the defensive shit like he is a great defensive player but I think it's so overplayed like I don't know I just I just think that we've just like he's the one guy that's been here forever, so we're just like in love with the. I, I think we're in love with the the thought of the the idea of Marcus Smart instead of Marcus Smart in general. Like I don't know. I think we just hype him up way too much, and I think that there's without a doubt some sort of issue in that locker room. There was last year in the bubble, and I think there still is. I and I I I, I have a really. I think it like, and I've said it before on the podcast. I think it is between Smart and Brown. Like I, it's gotta be because I don't think Tatum gives a fuck because it's his team, and I think he knows it, and everyone realistically knows it. But that second spot, that spotlight, I think Smart thinks he's the guy. And uh, I don't know. I know, and I know you guys are both big Smart guys, so that's why I want to, I wanted to, I want to bring it up because I know you guys are both like huge fucking Smart guys. So. I mean, you look at all these like bad shots. (laughs) You look at all these like powerhouse teams, and like, you know, the 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 guys that are the focus points of the teams aren't really like known as those heart guys. They're just like stacked with actual, just talented basketball stars. And that's as much as I love Marcus Smart, I do kind of feel what you're saying at the end of the day. Like, even though he's the heart of the team, he. He might not belong as a um he definitely doesn't belong as like a you know second third fourth maybe even fifth scoring option on a championship winning team and uh i wouldn't like mind relegating the whole leadership role to a guy like brown because brown's only been in the league for two less years than smart i believe and you know, he's an established veteran right now, and he's a much better player than Smart, and he's a very smart player. I'm talking about Brown there, not Smart. Um, yeah. 
So he's got an incredible basketball IQ and for what he does for um, social justice, like that's going to get any teammate to fall in love with him. So, you know, it's Mark Leonard. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that's, that's that's a shit show right there. And what did you feel about that? Did you have about a, about uh Miles Leonard or whatever his name is? I'm <laughs> I I'm telling you right now, Cooper. I have not followed sports, so he's the guy who said the K word. Oh, that stream. yeah yeah that was that wasn't good. That wasn't good. Um, <laughs> that wasn't good. <laughs> not a good look. I, did we not talk? About, not a no, that, that was funny. Um, I would probably That's never funny. root for the Celtics ever again. If they ever picked them up, that's all um, we're saying. Help is out of the league. No, I'm just adding my opinion on it. Like, yeah, I saw this um, video that was like NBA players video, that I'm least likely yes. to invite to my bar and then it's like number one, Miles to Miles Leonard. Just, just like that's the end of the video. I mean, the fact that he went with that word means that he has the fucking racial slur like book in the his pocket. You know what I mean? That's like, not one you just drop. You know what I mean? Like, you gotta know that one. That's like the fucking... You talk to the devil and he gave you, didn't grow up you. That <laughs> he one, gave you the basically. secrets. Yeah, you don't hear that one casually dropped anywhere. Yeah, so... Um, uh, it was kind of fun to act like I had a, an opinion. You know, like people are tweeting about it. It's kind of fun being like, it's my place now to act if I want to be offended. And you know what? <laughs> I am offended. <laughs> I would say Sa- South Park person. uses uh, that one quite a bit. That's probably where we hear it the most. Honestly, I'm going to say this right now, hot take. South Park is place. embarrassing. Like, if you still watch South Park, it's embarrassing. He seems like Miles Turner is a South Park type of guy, which is just... <laughs> Thanks. That's definitely. See, I feel like people don't see the irony. It's it's just so cringe to me. It's like it's It's I don't know. It's just agenda. Yeah, it's but it's like it's like I feel like South Park is for like just libertarians. Like, well, yeah, it's it's by two two libertarians, (laughs) which is just embarrassing to me. But back to sports. Um, I'm enjoying the listening. <laughs> Don't really have anything Don't to add. Put it down I've, on the been, list I've right. been off. I've been off the sports train for a few months. So. Yeah. Um. I just don't have much to add. So, uh, fuck, fuck. Spencer, I had a question for you too. I completely forgot what it was. All right. Well, I'll, I'll just ask my question. Uh, um, I had Semiogle as a potential trade piece. And I think his injury, you know, took him off of that board. Uh, you have any thoughts on that? Um, I think he would have been a good piece to package with some, like, I don't know. He's someone that I feel like you could probably get more than what you're going to get from him. You know what I mean? So I, I, I'm i surprised he wasn't in a piece. Like, you're right. I think it was mostly his injury. I don't know what his deal is. I know, isn't he still on, like... Is it a rookie contract for like another two years or one year? What is it? Yeah, I think he's on a rookie deal still. Yeah, so like some player option, something like that. Yeah, so I wonder if they'll use. I think that this offseason is going to be big for Danny Ainge. Like, if he doesn't really, I think he should, like, I, I, I still to this day cannot believe he took all those picks. Like, picks in the NBA are more valuable as an idea than they are the actual pick I feel like more often than not so I don't know why he has like 
the fucking stack the main red claws, but I think that we can definitely trade some people. I, I, I and I think he's going to be one in the off season. I think he might be in a deal for someone. So I don't know. He's not someone I like love. Like I feel like he's streaky as fuck. Like there's like a couple weeks where I'm watching and I'm like, holy shit, this guy can't miss a shot. And then there's like a few games that it's just like him and Smart just start breaking shots, and I'm like, well, there goes the lead. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. oh, but yeah, Evan, what's your what's your feelings on that? Are you a Shemi Old July guy? Uh, um, no comment. No comment. Well, you know, I I think he's like a. I'm gonna follow that up with a comment. I think he's like a, uh, you know. He's solid on the defensive end of the floor, and he's fucking ripped. But like, I, you're right. He's a very streaky shooter, and he he's just not reliable on the uh, on an NBA floor. And I, what I would, what I'm really wondering about is what the fuck happened to Romeo Langford? Because that's he's a hurt guy all the I'm, time. He's still he, hurt. Like, I, when the fuck does he get a chance? He's on the to get COVID protocol now. He's on the COVID. Him and Tristan Thompson. Every time I listen to the radio, dude, it's like Tristan Thompson's on the COVID protocol. Apparently, he's just going out and just doesn't give a fuck. Like he's going out with LeBron when LeBron came to Boston. Like he's flying to fucking all these places. Like, and he's like keeps on getting put on the COVID protocol list. I was like my favorite player. <laughs> I love that. I love yeah. that. <laughs> but it's like Tristan Thompson isn't good. <laughs> what are you doing? Paid. Get laid. He was one that, like, I feel like we shouldn't have signed. Like, Danny signed because he's like, well, fuck, I got to cover my tracks. Everyone's going to be pissed I didn't get Miles Turner, but Tristan Thompson's at least a name. Got to make the team older somehow. <laughs> older and still can't shoot. <laughs> so it's like, the fuck did we get him for? But, it's a uh, dynamic duo right there. And he Old just, man like, can't shoot. Yeah, he just like looks like he doesn't give a fuck out there, dude. He's like, like he's like one of those guys that is just like I I'm, cannot have been good for the culture of the team, and that's like one of the stuff coming out. And Brad Stevens is like, oh, that's all made up. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> but anyway, Justin Thompson's name, I feel like, comes up more often when talking about his relationship with the Kardashian than it does him playing good basketball. Oh yeah, no doubt. I mean, that's really why I feel like he's didn't just rot away in Cleveland after LeBron left. But yeah, uh, I don't know. I just like um, if you could not tell, I'm significantly out on the Celtics. I just I can see them have saved like the Kemba not playing every every time it was a back to backs kind of I think hurt them. But I think if you're going to make a playoff run, like you want that guy's knee to possibly can. So, but then Brown's had fucking some problems now. He like he's out tonight. I'm pretty sure. Oh, and today is also fuck March 29th. It's a Monday. I forgot to say that at the beginning. Um, yeah, he's out tonight with like a hip contusion or something like that. Like he just keeps on getting fucking hurt. Thank Christ he played in the All Star game though. So. Real quick, can someone explain to me what exactly a contusion is? Because I see that all the time, and I just never knew what the fuck it meant. 
Uh, I'm looking it up. That's a good question. I actually don't know. I think it's like a bruise, like a bone bruise, maybe. I think you're right. I think it is a bone bruise. Woohoo. That would make sense. Am I right? Um, a region of injured tissue or skin. Maybe it's just a bruise in general. <laughs> it's yeah, a bruise. Oh it's just a fancy name for a bruise. Interesting. Oh, there are bone uh, contusions, but there muscle there are muscle and skin contusions. A bone, I think. I think I did that back in like so, fifth grade. So it depends on how deep the bruise goes is like if it's a bone or a muscle contusion. Oh, <laughs> oh. Well yeah. So Spencer, are you you're you're in so you're in on the Celtics. You think they're gonna make the they're just need to figure it out still? I mean dude, I can't get out on them. Like I gotta keep keeping. Like, keep calm. Get, and carry like I stayed on. in with the Cowboys the whole fucking year. That's true. You're a different kind of sports fan. Like anybody who can say this is our year every single year for the last <laughs> years is something special. So I'm not yeah, just gonna give up, man. I Yo, think I got a you're not getting by Brooklyn, dude. Brooklyn's a fucking menace. Like that team is ridiculous. I got a question for Spencer real quick. Yeah. So when, um, when, if and most certainly when the Celtics get eliminated from the playoffs, who is your going to, who is going to be your Bills Mafia in the NBA? Uh, that's a fantastic question. Maybe <laughs> the Dallas Mavericks or the New Orleans Pelicans. Does I really like Luka Doncic. Yeah. Yeah, he's a he's a phenom. We could add Luka Doncic. I can't remember what the deal was, but we drafted someone. We, oh, we drafted like Kelly no. Olynyk. Or... No, we drafted Tatum. No, 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 no. Okay, first that's of all, a different Kelly draft. Was nope, wrong draft. When uh, that was a pick before Giannis Antetokounmpo. That's what it was. Okay. 2018. Um, I don't. The Celtics didn't even have like one of those top picks because it was um, it was Aiton to the Suns, Bagley to the Kings, which is laughable right now, and then Doncic to the Mavs. That's all just, right. That's I might have been thinking idea. about the Giannis one then, but probably. And everybody <laughs> thought that Doncic pick was a stretch. Yeah, because uh, I feel like more often than not, those people coming from Europe are always a letdown. <laughs> Dirk. Yeah, besides Dirk. Well, and, it, it, it's and, definitely... Uh, Tony Parker and shit. But. It, it's definitely, like, more often than not that the European guys flop or do not meet expectations. Fucking Darko Milicic, but... Um, <laughs> yeah, there's once in a blue moon, there are some guys that have... Because the, the, the European funny. Uh, professional basketball league, like, that's... That's a lot. That's a lot tougher to play in that league than it is in college basketball. Like by by a long shot. And Luca was just absolutely ripping that league apart at like the age of sixteen or some shit. So 
for him to be balling the way he is right now isn't a huge surprise. Yeah, he's ridiculous, honestly. But I can see him just rotting away in fucking Dallas. The West is going to be such a hard conference for a little bit. Like, Denver's a good team. Utah's a good team. The Lakers, obviously. But the Lakers and Clippers, I mean, those teams realistically aren't sustainable. Like, once LeBron... Like, LeBron has a shelf life. It's got to be... Whenever Bronny comes out, he's going to play a year with Bronny and then retire. But... Yeah, I don't know. I'm just... I, 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 I'm trying to think of who else, who the Bills Mafia of the NBA would be. It's like no, I think there really isn't that many grimy fan bases in the NBA. I don't really think it's Philadelphia. Uh, They're a disgusting city. I hate that city. What a horrible place to live. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, the 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 culture of the it's also potential. Bills Mafia makes sense. Like, I. Correct me if I'm wrong here, but like, Bills Mafia isn't equally as rowdy for the Sabers, are they? Like, they, it wouldn't well, they be are. the same case. That it wouldn't be the same case as Buffalo. I mean, they're not, but the Sabers. It's a sports city, though. They love sports in that city. Teams. Such a grimy, grimy city. I would not mind an it's, NBA yeah, franchise in not... Buffalo. That'd be cool. I just don't. Actually, they probably could do it. The Buffalo Nets. <laughs> Honestly, move the Knicks sounds, up there. That's, that's gonna make me do it, uh, dude. The fucking Knicks. Honestly, the Celtics are probably the fucking Bills Mafia of the fucking green team. Is guy, <laughs> the fucking Kane green. Only seventeen Go green years kid. old. He's nineteen, guy. <laughs> Marcus Matsuhiro. Yeah, Jason Tatum still nineteen. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that team's gonna be such a nightmare. Imagine if this team just flops. Fucking team. Brown leaves, Tatum leaves, and then the Celtics are just a shit. I wouldn't be upset. I don't care. I just wouldn't care. Uh, Aaron's the opposite end of the spectrum where Spencer's a diehard. This year's our year. Aaron's such a bandwagon bitch, and he also just doesn't like his own town's team for no reason. Just makes I no sense. I do like them. You're like, I cynical... literally do. No, no you're something. such a cynical fuck. <laughs> okay, Coop. As you just talk for an hour about how you're out on the Celtics. And I'm yeah, the because the Celtics fuck. aren't going to win this year. But I'm not like a fucking, hey, I hate the fucking Patriots. The Giants are a better Wait, team. What are we talking Hey, we're talking about basketball right now, Captain. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but I'm, saying, I'm bringing up one of your takes. <laughs> when you yeah. Eli Manning's better than Tom Brady's another one. I'm pretty sure you're on the record. So. <laughs> yeah, okay. Maybe bring up a hot take. That's just a fact. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I see this have a brain aneurysm. <laughs> yes, that's what I'm here for. I'm going to go Kill check him. on him once this one airs. He might not be. I think he will agree with our Celtics takes, but let's see how he uh, feels about the Patriots one. So let's get uh, start uh, switching gears. Um, Please. All right, talk about the Premier League. Arsenal. Um, Liverpool. Season started in January, we would be in third place, but the season doesn't start in January, so we move. How about the New England Revolution, though? 
fucking, yeah, they're fucking awesome. Carlos Heel, Maestro, La Pantera, best striker in the league, best coach in the league. This is Ari. I honestly know nothing about the Revs. I just this is, this is Ari. I'm all in on the Celtics. I'm, I mean the Revs guys. Joe, on the soundboard, you should get the thing of Roger being Raider Dave oh, being like, "This is Ari here." Because I have the soundboard right here. Apparently, you guys Raider Nation. <laughs> You're gonna find this so fun. But um, we so uh. How are you guys feeling? So, uh, do you, do you guys want to start off with free agency talk, or do you want to uh, talk about uh, the draft and what do you think is going to happen? Because I think it could be related to. So, whatever you guys want to go first, uh, Spencer, you start this time because Evan started with a something. What do you? Right, how well, are your feelings on whatever topic you want? I'm just gonna say I'm happy that Dak Prescott got signed. But if Jerry Jones wasn't a stubborn piece of shit, he could have gotten the deal done two years ago, and it would have been way cheaper. That's all I want to <laughs> say about that. <laughs> uh, but you took some big L's on saying the Patriots were not a free agent destination. <laughs> I told you, know, I told you, I take the best part. It was, it was like the next day or something like that. Like, and then it was the same thing. Like we were talking about the Dak deal, and it happened like literally the next day, and we're like, "Fuck!" <laughs> but um, yeah, no, I took that L immediately when free agency started. I listened to that episode again, and I was like, "Oh my god." <laughs> I listened to that episode like, like literally not even an hour within like the death contract news breaking. It was great timing. <laughs> yeah, Spencer talked it into existence. So Cowboy Nation, give your thanks to Spencer. Maybe I'll keep talking into it being our year. <laughs> Cowboys win the Super Bowl this year. You heard it first, March 29th, twenty twenty one. Lock it in. That's only the I hope first they time win just because this podcast will go live. That can't be the first time you've said it this year, Spencer. That can't be. It's the first time I've said it today. On record. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, on record. Unless you're talking Raider Dave. Oh, my God. Dude, the Cowboys, I can't wait for Dak to tear his other ACL first week of the year. <laughs> That's fucked, dude. Uh, I don't want him to do it, dude. I hope Dak comes back and wins a comeback player of the year this year. Oh, shit, I should put money on that. Spencer. You should. You, you should put money on that. And if you you make money, you got to give me 10% now. It's on the record. <laughs> no. Nope. Um, on the record. <laughs> it's on the record. Um, But, yeah, no, the... uh. The Dak deal. I, I took the L. I took the L. That's the thing I want. I did. I took on the uh, free agent. But one thing I will say is, you know what else made us a free agency destination this year? Uh, spending money. <laughs> like <laughs> And Cam Newton. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I hope to God they have a plan that isn't Jimmy Garoppolo. That's just my first take. The 49ers aren't getting rid of him. Oh, yeah. I'm sh- Wink. <laughs> I'm sure they're not. <laughs> that guy, dude, they traded up to the third pick for what? Like, I mean, I could see them keeping him one year, like, the, like, but they're paying them, t- they're paying them $24 million to, like, for a one year rental. And he's, I, I don't know. That's a lot of money. But it's not the first time a team's paid a lot of money to have a quarterback just be 
mentoring the next guy up. Yeah, that is true. Like, um, Favre was making good money when Rodgers was the next. Like, Rodgers sat for a while, though, compared to compared to what, like, he, like, Mahomes and, like, the other people. But, um, but it worked. Yeah. I think, I, I, I wonder who they're, t- like, taking in that third pick. Cause, like, uh, I'm pretty sure it was Chris Sims said that they're taking Mac Jones, but I don't know why they trade that far up. But, no fucking um, way. But Shanahan and Chris Sims are very close. So, and he was like, and so I, I, I think there's a good chance that they take, him i it's I, it's kind of fucked for the pats now because i don't see who like if unless you trade up into the first like five six picks i don't see you getting a qb like in the first round that's worth it like you might as well wait till the second round and p- pick second or third round and try to pick like trask or something but because you like you need to take a quarterback in this draft if you're not getting the quarterback the the thing i wanted to bring up and i don't know about your guys feelings on this but i'm kind of a little bit interested in the fact that they didn't like Mitch Trubisky only got signed for 2 million guaranteed and then like a two like 2 million in incentives I think that that to me is like a sign that um like they they have they have another plan because I feel like he's someone that like Bill would also look at like Cam Newton as like a reclamation pro that's the right word right reclamation Yes. No? Not sure. No idea, man. Mm, yeah, I don't know either. Reclamation, like, re, I don't know. Restart? You know, you know what I mean. As, a, as like a project of like, look at me building this guy's career up. Because I think Mitch Trubisky had like a winning record in, uh, in Chicago, didn't he? There was like something like that. And I think overall, I don't think he's a great QB and he wouldn't be my long-term plan. But I think it's very interesting that their eggs are in the Cam Newton basket like that heavily and I just don't believe that that can be the case like they have to have another plan you wouldn't go spend all this money in free agency if your plan is Cam Newton like that's not your end all be all you can't throw it on the field like the 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 deal I didn't really like out of all the deals was the Aguilar one I think they overpaid the it. 16 mil guaranteed and he's not like a like he was a first day signing I don't know if he was like I don't know I, because um, who who is it? Someone signed Will oh Fuller Will Fuller signed for like less money I think guaranteed it was like eight mil two year like or it was like eight year with a player option or something like that like it was something pretty low and I think like he's a better receiver than Aguilar but Will Fuller can't finish a season to save his life though yeah but this time it was because of roids not because of injury. <laughs> That's true. And we encourage the easy used around here. Elliot Julian. You just have to not get caught. <laughs> no, those weren't PEDs. Those were European experimental things. And they got the blood test wrong. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know what they're talking about. Uh, I'd like the Aguilar signing. Because uh, he came from that Raiders team. They don't really throw the ball out a whole lot right now. Like They're more of a run-based offense. Yeah. So and he was like the second or third op- no he was the third option on that team and he still led receivers and catches and like touchdowns and yards so like I think he earned it. Yeah, I still think thirteen million years a bit much. Yeah, it was a lot of yeah. money. 
I mean, they could have gotten Curtis Samuel with that kind of money. I think that would have been a better pick. I think Curtis Samuel would have preferred Washington over New England, though, especially since uh, his college roommate, Terry McLaurin's in Washington. That's true. It's going to be a nice one-two punch there. I just don't think it matters if you have Cam Newton as your quarterback. This is my opinion. Which is like, why I don't think Cam Newton's their final plan. Yeah. Um, who do you think is? Like, do you think it's Garoppolo? Who do you think it is? I don't fucking know, man. If you're a Patriots fan, though, and if you want Garoppolo back, I think you are a moron. Well, he's so handsome. Well, that's the only reason to bring him back. That's just absolutely All stupid. Patriots. Fans are uh, all Patriots fans are just Karens, and they want they want. Wait, Craig disconnected. Oh gosh, dang it! Dang it! During my hot take on Karens being Patriots fans. Now recording. Craig, you are literally the fucking worst. I cannot wait. So what I was saying Craig was, uh, so anyway, uh, Patriots talking? fans are just Karens. They just love their handsome quarterbacks. You know, that Tom Brady, he's such a looker. He wears those Uggs. He looks so cute on the field. I love him. I'm a Karen, guys. It's what I'm, I'm trying to come out. <laughs> yeah, and then um, Jimmy G bangs porn stars, dude, so he's also sick. <laughs> so... We need to have it. I think overall, though, a lot of the signings were very... I liked the Judon signing. I think that your defense, if you can get... like, I think the front seven and the pass rush is definitely one of their weaker points in their defense. Um, I'm not opposed to the... like I can't, Spencer, I can't remember if that was you who said that in the chat that I'm in with people that I don't even really know. I know who they are, but like I don't know the, their Twitter names, but... Um, I don't know who sent it, but the Gilmore deal, um, he wants to sign an extension here. I'm not opposed to that, but I think we've seen our the ceiling of Gilmore. I don't know if he's going to be worth the money on the second half of that deal. I can see that being a like a Darrell Revis kind of like bad contract in the end. And I kind of, in the past, feel like Belichick wouldn't sign that deal. So if he signs that deal, I wonder if he... Um, I wonder if that's also showing that he's willing to restructure if he does get traded. You know what I mean? Like saying like, oh, I'm Steph Gilmore and I want to work with the Patriots. So if you, I get traded to you, I'll work with you like kind of thing. So because uh, I don't know, he's not playing for the money that he would get this year. It's like seven million or something like that. Like no fucking way he's playing for that much. But I'm, I'm not in on Gilmore. I think he's kind of old. I agree. I like. I I think that they signed his replacement. You know what I mean? Like I don't think Mills is gonna be anything like Gilmore, but I think like knowing Belichick, he's like viewing that as a fucking an eye for an eye. So we did the same thing with Malcolm Butler. Yeah, he did. Brought in Gilmore for that reason. That's one of those things that I really hope that at some point when Belichick's like done, 
and they're doing all the documentaries on this run that we had. Because I think that eventually Belichick and Brady will bury the hatchet, to be honest. I think that, like, it's going to take... Like, I think Brady's just... Like, they're both stubborn as fuck, and I think that they both needed to go their separate... I I almost hope Belichick at least gets back to a Super Bowl or, like, he gets back... Like, this year... Like, I was really hoping this year, like, would be, like, a year that, like, shocks the world and goes to the AFC title game. But if you have Cam Newton as your quarterback, it's not happening, so... Um, Clip that, hold that to his... uh, Hold him accountable when they win the Super Bowl this year. Can't Dude, if that MVP. if that happens, I'll be an L. I would gladly take. <laughs> I'll remember <laughs> this exact time in this podcast, and I will take that L because I just don't see like I just don't see Cam having the he couldn't throw the ball. Like that was more of the issue. Like he he read the defense as slow. He couldn't throw the ball. Like I don't see how a full off season will help with that. But um, yeah, no, I I I. I Fuck, I forgot my train of thought. But oh, what, what, what was good? what was that? What were we talking about before that, Spencer? What was the what was the take? Yet? I don't fucking remember. I think we Fuck. were looking for a QB Dude, for the Patriots. I, I think that's where we I... were. But yeah, no. Then Craig fucked us. Yeah, probably. Um, that is true, Spencer. Do you have an? What would who would your like ideal move for a quarterback be? And then Evan, I'll have that same question. for if any have anything, I don't want to keep leaving you out. Very good. I think it's a you got to stick with Cam and you got to draft somebody. I I said it last time. You got to go the Alex Smith route. Alex Smith, Patty Mahomes. Like, look how well that worked for them. Who would you want to draft? Whoever's if there, you... best available guy. If I had my choice, I'd go with Fields. Yeah. I. Because obviously Lawrence is going to be the first pick, so like it's not even worth mentioning him. Yeah, and I think it's pretty pretty much a foregone conclusion that Wilson's going to the Jets. So it's yeah. kind of it's going to be kind of like what the what the Niners do down. Because the other the thing is is like the pick that I find very interesting will be the be the pick uh, the the Falcons pick. I almost really wonder what they're going to do because I don't like. I think they're locked in with Matt Ryan for another two years, and his contract's not good. I don't see that as a contract that people would want. So, I think they're probably going to try to ride it out. They could take a quarterback, but I don't know. I could see them take like trading out of that, and I'd give up like a few. I, I would give up what it takes to go up there if you you want to target a QB because I think that that's the one true hole on this team still from taking them to like a, a a like team that's built for the future is like someone at QB like even if it doesn't happen this year like I don't necessarily if they traded up to the fourth pick and hypothetically got Fields Lance anything like that I don't necessarily even need him to play this year I just need them to invest in that position somehow long term because I don't view it Cam as a long term solution I just don't so when you I, should, yeah, and I, I, I don't like. I could, I like, if they drafted someone, I would almost hope by like week eight, if Cam isn't living up to expectations, like even like the bare minimum, like if he continues how he was at the end of last year, then I want them to fucking make the switch and see what happens. Because like, 
like my like I don't necessarily need them to even make the playoffs next year if they get a QB that they're gonna build like towards the future with. You know what I mean? Like I don't know. So I think that Falcons pick is one of the only ones. Maybe the Bengals because the Bengals are like fifth or sixth. They're one of the other picks that I think you could trade up to because they're not going to take a quarterback either. So I, I can I can see it being interesting because I think that would be something we wouldn't see until later on because I don't think Belichick wants to show his hand. But no, that's that's who he is. Yeah, Evan. What is uh Evan? What's your what, what's your feelings? What who would you like to see the Pats? If, like, are you happy with the QB situation? Or uh, obviously, I got uh, you're probably not. So, what what would you want them to do? Well, so I mean, I'm in essentially the same boat where I want uh, Cam Newton to be the guy playing this year in preparation for whatever quarterback they would take in the draft. Hopefully, to be ready for next season because you don't pay a quarterback fourteen million dollars to be a backup, obviously. So. Yeah, I would want uh, I would want them to draft someone, and I'd be okay with any of the top four guys. Wouldn't I'm not high on Mac Jones at all. I think he's a fine quarterback, but he's I don't think he's going to be a great franchise quarterback in the NFL. He did have two of the top three receivers in all of college football uh, that he was throwing to, so you know that obviously helped him out a lot, and. Um, the problem there is at pick 15, the only Mac Jones might not even be there. Like the top four guys, Lawrence, Fields, Wilson, and Lance are all going to be top 10 guys because I'm pretty sure the Panthers at number eight are like the fourth like team that is going to have a like, quarterback on their radar. Uh, that's expected to have a quarterback on their radar. So to ideally get one of those four guys, you would have to uh, jump up in front of them. Um, I don't know if they could do that with the Bengals because the thing is, even though they've got their quarterback of the future, it's it's obvious that they need to, um, to help out Joe Burrow. Um, and... I know there's one like really good tackle prospect from Oregon named Penny Sewell, who I'm pretty sure they're going to be hoping is on the board there at five. If for whatever reason he gets taken before that, then yes, I think you could trade up to to uh, hopefully trade up with the Bengals to take Fields or Lance, uh, you know. But whichever guy it is, especially if it's Lance, because he's like a He's definitely a very like he's a project quarterback. He didn't even play this last year, and he played at North Dakota State when he did play. So hasn't played great competition and hasn't even played any competition uh, in a while. So it's it's gonna it's gonna take some time for him to get adjusted to the NFL. You can't you can't throw him in week one, obviously. Um, so for him to sit behind a guy like Cam, I think that'd be good because he's a very uh, athletic, dynamic, dual-threat quarterback who will do well in the NFL if he's given the if he's surrounded by the right guys to teach him how to play the game properly. Um, I just I, I'm I'm not high on Matt Jones whatsoever. I know Belichick might be because you know him and Nick Saban are buddy buddy 
and Belichick loves guys from Bamba, but but you can't really think of those kind of things when it comes to the quarterback position. You really just have to go for your guy. You can't really um, you can't really focus on like championship. Well, you can focus on championship pedigree, but not like the specific team or coaching staff that he came from. Um, I, I I'm just not high, high on Mac Jones at all for that reason. Um, and I definitely am against taking a quarterback in later rounds. So my stance on it in general is get an elite quarterback prospect. It's got to be one of those top four guys because even though guys like Tom Brady and Russell Wilson and Brett Favre exist, it's very rare that elite franchise quarterbacks come after the first round. Some Sometimes you'll see guys that are second rounders like Kaepernick and Derek Carr have like a couple solid, like really good seasons, but then it, it, it's, it's a fluke. You know, Garoppolo played well for a while and it's pretty obvious at this point that he's not, he's not the guy to lead a team to an NFL, to a Super Bowl. So I'm definitely all about getting one of those top four guys if Belichick can somehow make that happen. Because I think that's, um, I think bringing Cam back for another year is kind of a wash if you don't have a really good guy to step up next year uh, to fill in his shoes. Uh, did you leave Dak Prescott out of that list of people after the first round? <laughs> you know what? I did, and I don't regret it. <laughs> But right, fuck you, Evan. <laughs> those are the first three guys I thought of. Like Dak Prescott's a fantastic quarterback, and he's. I, I'm, th- those were just Spencer. What do you put Dak? Like, it, it's still it's still very rare to see someone after the first round, in general, become a uh, franchise quarterback. Uh, was my point. Dak's in the conversation for sure. Sp- Spencer, where would you put Dak on the 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 scale of QBs in the league? Like one through 30, 30, 32. One through 32, where would you put him? Because we were talking about this the other night. Uh, I think it was IOC and I, so I'm interested to see where you put him. Probably like seven. Damn, that's a lot higher than I would put him. I was thinking like 14, 15. I don't know if I could name everyone that got the top of my head. I'd have to look. But seven's high. Who's your top five? Uh, Rogers, Brady. Like, not in any order. Uh, Rodgers, Brady, Wilson, Watson, Mahomes. You put Wilson that high? Yeah. See, I He's been too. getting screwed by that team, dude. Like, they don't give him an offensive line to work with. He holds the ball him, like, a lot. Yeah, well, that's he, he's the most sacked quarterback. He has to move so much. Yeah. He, 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 uh, he, um, he, he does hold the ball a lot. But yeah, he he's gotten hit more than like any QB, I think, in the, like the last five years or something crazy like that. Like I can't remember what the exact stat is. I'm, that's a non-researched, uh, not blue check mark stat right there. But I'm pretty sure it's something ridiculous like that. But yeah, I I think I put him top like eight. I don't know if I put him top five, but. He's definitely that like top tier, that like top ten, the pillar. So, 
so your yours was Rodgers, Brady, Mahomes, Watson, Mahomes, Watson, Mahomes, and Wilson. Okay. Not in any order. Like that's just the first five guys that I can think of. That. Yeah. Then that's I'd probably pretty... go Josh Allen, Dak. See, I'm a big Josh Allen guy. I don't know if he's ever going to be that next level QB, but I feel like he's going to be that like. I think his ceiling is like being like a Big Ben, without the like sex offender stuff. Probably, <laughs> hopefully, because um, I don't know, and it's like the same kind of feel—the gritty city of Buffalo, <laughs> and the gritty, gross city of Pittsburgh. Um, I don't know; it could be the same feel. So as long as he doesn't go down the same path. <laughs> I think he's. I think he's very good. I think that Bills team. I, I've said it before. That Bills team is going to be a problem for a little bit, at least. They got some really good talent on that team. Yeah, I, I got they... a question for you. Yeah, yeah. If if Prescott is in the fourteen, fifteen range, what are the thirteen guys that you put ahead of him? See, obviously the five guys that I would have to look at it. So let me pull up the list because I'll, I'll see who I put. Because I don't know if he gets that low, but I don't know if I put him top seven. Like top seven is high, bro. Because I'm not I, like I'm also trying to consider like injuries. Like I'm considering the fact that he's coming off of what like a torn ACL and something else. It was like an ankle injury. All right. Good. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, one sec. Let me, let me pull the list of QBs. Pulling the list up. I mean, you could probably throw Kyler Murray in that list and Lamar Jackson. Yeah, so I'll start with like the same thing as Spencer, like Rodgers, Brady. Mahomes, Watson, Josh Allen. Uh, I might even take Herbert. You know what I mean? Herbert. I don't know how many numbers that is. Stafford. Uh, I think you're at like nine, eight or nine. I don't know. I'd even maybe think. I'd probably think Lamar, Kyler. What number am I at? 10, 11. Wilson, I didn't say yet. 12. Uh, I think Lamar's a fluke, if you ask me. Dude doesn't look like he can throw it that well. Yeah. Um, yeah, so maybe maybe right around there. So I don't think I have him like top my top seven, but I think that he, I think that it's just like I I don't know I just don't see Dak ever getting to that next level. Like, I don't know if I ever see him being like a Super Bowl winning QB. Well, you're gonna see at the end of the season. <laughs> <laughs> This year is ours. 
I just um, want to say, in five games, Dak Prescott threw for almost 2,000 yards. In 17 games, Lamar Jackson threw for 3,000. So. Oh, I just need to get that up there. Okay. I think Brady led the league with uh, 5,700. That guy's an animal. Yeah, he's a beast. Fucking old ass man still throwing the ball like a motherfucker. I put him on my fantasy fantasy team yeah. as a joke. Pliable like as, as like, okay, maybe he'll no one picked him. He's gonna be my backup QB, I guess. And he was he I and you, you know what? My work. Who the fuck do you play fantasy football with? Because I'll play with uh, him. dude, remember I work in jazz. <laughs> There's not much competition. <laughs> like <not> jazz. <laughs> My god. You should let me do a fantasy team this year. Or fucking nerd boy Krieger. With his fucking stats. Um, Dude, Krieger took Lamar Jackson in the first round in our draft. Sorry, Krieger, but I had to expose oof, you right there. That's Take that, Krieger. Yeah. That's a, not a good pick. Taking a quarterback in the first round at all. Uh, so we have to Always acknowledge a running back. Now that you mentioned Krieger, we oh, have to acknowledge that the whole trees here, guys. I, d- I didn't even really notice that at first. The whole trees here. Oh, oh, oh shit! Where the fuck's Darius at? <laughs> the whole gang's here, guys. The I whole knew gang's here. Disgusting <laughs> last pick stench. Speaking of, speaking of Lamar, the only gap. Like we got, we got a straight. We gotta, we gotta get Darius or the D man. That's what we'll call him. <laughs> yeah, dude. Talk about his there talk about his work. He seems like he has an interesting line of work. Uh, speaking of fucking nerd boy Krieger, dude, he's gonna he's gonna be coming on closer to nice. after the draft or something like that. He said, so he wants to come on and it, analyze all that shit. So we'll have another one of these sport. If we like, we got the first voicemail ever of the show. so Feel free to give us any feedback because you will get played on it, and also we'll know. So if you like the sports talk, we're gonna probably do a lot of sports talk for like the draft and stuff after that, and then like once the playoffs start. So get ready for that to come on. But uh, anyway, let's go. Let's go. Uh, start finishing up the Pat stuff. What do you guys uh, overall? What would you give the Pat's uh, free agency grade? Uh, what like a, a, if you could give them a grade like? What would it be? Well, it's an A-plus in my book. They got everything that they needed, really. They added to defense. They got the receivers they needed. They got tight ends. I the only the thing they're missing ends. is a quarterback. That is true. <laughs> that's why I don't think they're done can for as long. So, A-plus. That's <laughs> a high grade, Evan. Evan, what would you give I... I, I, I can't disagree with that because, you know, they had they had a shit ton of fucking cap space and it's nice to see Belichick kind of like actually hand out money to people. Um, and, you know, Hunter Henry and Johnny Smith, that's that's Brock and Hernandez 2.0 as long as... Yeah, what is that? Asshole. Yeah, so... 
uh, Gronk and Hernandez 2.0 is what the Pats just picked up as long as one of them doesn't murder anyone. So that's pretty awesome. Um, <laughs> and so Hunter Henry has a back problem just like Gronk. <laughs> there you go. So when he's on the field, he's going to be making some unbelievable plays for that exact reason. Um, Jalen Mills, solid pickup for $24 million over four years. Wasn't in love with the wide receivers, so that's what, like, for the money that they got and the, the other options that were there that they didn't get. So that's why instead of an A plus free agency, I'm going to give them an A minus. But I do love the uh, Matt Judon signing. That's fantastic. They brought back Lawrence Guy, who is a very, very slept on guy, clogging up the interior on that defensive line. Uh, very solid veteran, and he. He's just a technician. He's not going to blow past guys every snap uh, game like Aaron Donald will, but he knows how to play football, and he's a great guy to have on your team. And, of course, bringing back Kyle Van Noy after he had a wash of a one e- one season out of his four-year contract that he signed with Miami last year. Uh, somehow, one year was enough for them to cut ties with him, but Obviously, Belichick knows how to use them, and I'm I'm excited to have him back in the offense. He's he's a uh, he's a great guy to have on the team, playing alongside Dante Hightower, who's coming back. I just the only thing that's keeping me from giving an A plus is how they spent the money on wide receivers. Um, so yeah, that's what I got on that. Yeah, I would probably give them a B plus. I think they filled a lot of the holes that they needed to, which I think was great. And the fact that they came out and they showed that they were willing to spend money, to me as a fan, I appreciated. Like, not that I that sounded like way more lame than I needed to, but I think that as a fan, like it shows that they realized that they had issues at these certain positions and they went out and addressed them. I hope that they, to be honest with you, I'm not completely out on Nikhil Harry yet, but if you can get something where like you ha- you can package him in a deal to trade up, I think that would be a good kind of like thing to do. I, I, I just feel like there's... I, I'd, you might be able to get more out of him getting rid of him. And even if he has a good kind of like bounce back like kind of year wherever he goes, I think that's fine because I don't see him ever being a first round talent. So he's like never going to kind of live up to expectations here, no matter what he does. So, um, but yeah, no, I think if they trade up and get a QB, I think that would have to change my grade and I'd come back and I'll take another L, but until they address the QB issue, I, I just, I can't give them. And even in the A range, like, like I said, B plus, I think that they did, a lot of good things. Um, like I said, I'm not like super keen on some of the deals. Like I'm not a huge like the Aguilar signing was my favorite, but I didn't like hate it. Like when I heard that trade, or when I heard that signing, I was I was like, oh, that's a good signing. Just the money, like, it, and they had the money to spend, so I'm not too worried about it. But yeah, no, I think overall you can't not you can you can, you have to be happy with it. Um, but yeah, so. <laughs> That was a lot. That was a lot of sport. We haven't been like on topic like that in a long time. To be honest with you, that was like 
fucking lot of sports. We only had like the what the fifteen minute dive. Uh, diversion from sports when we talked about something, but uh, let's 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 think of let's think of something. Let's let's end on like a not sports topics because we have so many fans that I'm sure are, I wouldn't call you fans yet. I don't know. I don't know what you guys are, but people who do listen, I don't know if they just want to come here for sports stuff because again, I don't know what I'm talking. About, so <laughs> my my takes are probably terrible. We should do the fan but, mail. Well, I we have do to that. bleep out the names. So, oh, like, I have the Canada. file, so I'm gonna I'm yeah, gonna just, put it in so people can hear it all and nice. Yeah, and, then, and I'll contact our fan and ask uh, ask her and then, um, what uh, she wants bleeped it out. But we'll listen to it right now, and um, I'll I'll bleep things out part. in post. So don't worry, and we'll figure it out. Yeah. Who know Who knows? Maybe it's I'm making good. more work for myself. You definitely are, but you are on record saying you'll do it now. <laughs> All right, here we go. <laughs> uh, I just want to say before you do that, Fournier went 0 for 10 in his debut. <laughs> Love oh, my God, this Celtics team. That's why I'm glad we talked about it first, because I feel like it was like a, definitely a good positive way to end on the Patriots stuff, because the Celtics, it's just like it's a definitely hard. If you're super positive about the Celtics, Spencer, I'm – very, I, I'm you have you definitely are a more loyal fan than I am because I'm not all in on this team. But I'm wearing green right now. Bleed <laughs> green, baby. Really, it's gonna be really funny uh, for all the listeners of this pod who are like Celtics fans and followers. Like, listen to me talk about talk positively about the Evan Fournier trade right as he was having <laughs> a miserable game. It's it's fine. You, yeah, that's gonna be one of those things, Evan. When it comes out in two weeks, like, and this guy has scored zero points as a Celtic, <laughs> they're gonna be, oh my god, because <laughs> people don't realize you, it's like two weeks later we record him. Change, change your so, mind about him while we're recording. Yeah, yeah, and what you can I'm, do is I'm, next I'm time you come canceled. on, next time you come on, dude, you can just be like, take that L, Spencer, had to take that L. Grazo, the fucking Neanderthal. <laughs> I love seeing him cry. <laughs> fucking dude, Oregon got that bye game where they didn't have to play anybody, so I was a little tired after having to play that tough first-round game. Oregon didn't play anybody. They came in fresh, and Iowa had a game two days before they played. <laughs> yeah. I stand by that Iowa take. Depending on how tomorrow goes, my Final Four is still intact. It's looking like Baylor's going to win tonight. They're up by 13 with about five minutes left in the first half. Who do you have? Baylor, Arkansas? I have Baylor. And Is Baylor playing Arkansas right now? Yeah. And this this so, might be a shock to some. I got Gonzaga losing tomorrow to USC. It's a bold okay. take. That's hot take. Okay, bold take. But you know what? It's not often as a sports fan that I see someone who's really good at sports share the same first name as me. So, you know, I'm ride or die for my boy, Evan Mobley. <laughs> I feel like Evan's such a common name. <laughs> Evan Fournier. <laughs> Dude, you know what's crazy is for some reason, people can never call me my name. Like I had this like lifeguard instructor course this weekend. And the third day after people talk to me, 
like and called me Cooper all weekend. People started calling me Colin. I'm like, my name's Cooper. <laughs> like, it's like they're like, oh, sorry. And like, I always play it off. I'm like, oh, it's all right if you call me Connor or Colin. I'm like, it really isn't. It's Cooper. That's not even fucking close to Colin. Like, <laughs> yeah, or Gordon. Yeah, the Gordon leading into that. That <laughs> I, 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 I call I Eric a lot. It's whatever. Eric. Yeah. I got called Eric the other day too. But that doesn't make sense <laughs> if your name's Joey. I know it's a different level, but it was. Um, I was leaving the gym, and some girl said that to me, and I just responded, "See you too." And they said, "Bye, Eric," and I was like, "Bye." <laughs> oh my god! I le- I leaned into it. Yeah. So now next time she's gonna say hi, Eric, and now it's even worse when you're gonna. I'm not attached to Joey. So. <laughs> my god. Uh, all right so anyway play the voicemail pro cop because i'm kind of embarrassed by this because this is like one of those i think this is from we were talking to dc yeah um about we were just going back to to days to days of old and yeah i'll i'll let the message take it from there Um, hi, Joey, Cooper, and Procop. Uh, long-time listener, first-time caller. I would just like to comment on the Gordon the Spitter naming situation. The story that you told is incorrect. That is not how it happened. Um, the story goes is that me and B were playing Joey and Cooper in a game of Beirut, and, <laughs> and Cooper did <laughs> spit on B, and, and he was just very enthusiastic during the game. Um, but the Gordon actually came from me, B, Joey, and Cooper were up in your kitchen later on, and we were talking with Cooper, and this is before we knew Cooper because we just we like just met him that night. Um, and Cooper was going on being like, "Oh, Joey, this is my best friend since middle school. Uh, like he knows me so well, and I know him so well. Like you guys don't even know." And we're like, "Okay, cool." Um, your name, Cooper, and you wouldn't give it to us for some reason. We just genuinely wanted to know your name, and you would not tell us. And so we turned to Joey, and we're like, "What's his name?" And Joey told us that it was Gordon. Joey said Gordon, and then so we were like, oh, okay, Gordon, and then you got mad, being like, that's not my name, and so we started joking, like, well, oh, but he's, like, your best friend from middle school, like, he he told us it was Gordon, and then somewhere along the line in that conversation, um, we did call you Gordon the Spitter, I do not know if it was me or B, I'm not quite sure, the night was blurry, but that is the origin of Gordon the Spitter, and then it just kind of stuck. So I would like to say that that it was partially Joey's fault. Um, in the background, he was always scheming. <laughs> okay, um, that's it. Bye. Snake. <laughs> I will say. Thank you, Kelly, for uh, calling Shout out in. to Kelly, dude. Didn't know you listened. Thank Shout you. Uh, I'll say I don't okay. remember that, but I believe it, so... Yeah, no, Joey's an asshole, so I believe that part of the story. One thing I will say, and this is for people who might not understand this group of people. First off, I'm not going to I'm not I'm going to acknowledge my own faults here. I was definitely an asshole who didn't want to say my name. But there's also a different level here. And I think you guys who are listening in this particular organization, we've already said it before. You guys know that you guys scheme too. So of course, me, 
you guys were intimidating. I'm not just going to tell you my name, and Prokop will back me up on this. He didn't say this on the record. so We never gave me. our real names to people. That just no. Is. I never gave my government name out. I did not spit on them. So You did. <laughs> that part is so true. <laughs> not on purpose. She made it sound like it was on purpose. It was not on purpose. <laughs> And I'm not a spitter. I'm not a sprayer when I talk. <laughs> what happened was I swallowed the quarter, and I think that they're just trying to cover it now. Because they are embarrassed that they, they called me Gordon the Spitter for six months, if not more. <laughs> Cooper, I think you're six compensating for something, but okay. You're saying I have a small penis, Prokop? That's exactly what he's saying. Is it because I'm Irish, dude? That's mad rude and like prejudice of you, dude. So maybe cut that. No, but anyway, <laughs> definitely cut that out. So, um, yeah, no, I, I, I will say that. Like, uh, I, I definitely, I definitely spit on the people, but it was not on purpose. Not intentional. <laughs> That's a great voicemail, though. And it was pre-COVID. Was way pre-COVID. It was very much of course it was pre-COVID. pre-COVID. I was like, oh, this when was we were eight, I was, I was 18 years old when that happened. That was, that was probably the first time I drank Bush Light Kelly. So, of course, I was going to spit on someone. I was probably dying <laughs> from the, the the unclean lines in that fucking the, the smoke in the air. That was when this... cigarettes were allowed downstairs. That was a nightmare. You're Dude, telling me that I shouldn't I feel like... spit up a quarter? It, it was back. survival. I will die. I will die on that hill. <laughs> so. Only place I've seen clove cigarettes is in that basement. AF. <laughs> like unironically, like someone smoking clove cigarettes. Like, yeah, I love them. Like, what the fuck is wrong? There's with no that? nicotine in that, right? I don't even know, dude. Who's the lookup guy? Aaron. I don't think Aaron's here anymore. No, yeah, he's definitely not. <laughs> He's definitely the worst. <laughs> Evan, I have a question for you. Um, what is your first Sigo moment? Because I want to—I like ended broadcast on not like the topic we're starting on. So, well, I can't remember what the first, but the first time I met you, what was like? I, what was the interaction? Because you came before you even rushed, right? Like you came like when Chris rushed. Um. Yeah, I came to a party like I came, I came to the house for a couple parties like the the first semester at UML when Chris was rushing that first time um, but I'll be honest I don't fucking remember what like my first moment exactly was like and, and that, that that's probably partially because of you know the fact I probably drank a lot that night but also because I it, it, it's so far in the past and I've been I've had way too many memories at the house since then to really give a shit about the first time I walked in. I remember I remember I was trying to leave a party once and uh someone whose name rhymes with Stan Hood and had long hair Shut at the in. time didn't uh yeah, him. Didn't didn't let me uh didn't let me leave the house yet because he had just left a couple people let a couple people get out and I was like what are you like holding me hostage or something like what the fuck is this and I just didn't really understand that it was just like a 
whole thing where you just got to let people out in waves like that. That I, I didn't understand that yet, but I thought I was legitimately being held hostage inside this fucking frat house. Um, <laughs> he so must had a lot to drink. <laughs> I, I I looked at him like he was like like what the fuck are you doing? What what's going on here? And he's like, a he, lot he of got, people like, did that. Annoyed with me, yeah. But I, I totally get where it's coming from now, like who I am now. Like it, it makes perfect sense, obviously. And I, I did that to a lot of people too since then. So I'm yelling at people to get out of our house. It's one of like the best perks. All right, you ready for the facts on closed cigarettes? Um, some people think of them as an alternative for smoking tobacco, where uh, it shows that it. They deliver more nicotine, carbon monoxide, and tar than regular cigarettes. It takes more time and puffs on average to fully smoke a closed cigarette, leading to smokers to face up to 20 times the risk of acute lung damage than non-smokers. Oh Clo- uh, well, oh, yeah, that's non-smokers. So what you're saying is... Closed cigarette smokers who suffer from asthma and respiratory infection are especially at risk. They're just as bad. In the, in the gas station. They sell those everywhere. Do they last longer than American spirits? I guess they're. they're, I don't. They're probably like an American spirit or something like that. I looked it up, and like one of the recommendations is just goth. That's all it says. Have you ever tasted one? They taste like poopy, doopy. Oh, I've actually had one of these. You talk about American spirits at the exact moment that Chet just handed me one. Oh my god. That's going to be a fucking menace (laughs) of an apartment, dude. Isn't your shower on the same level as the floor? Someone's going to throw up and or shit on the shower. I can tell. No, okay, so that, that that shower's downstairs where it's like... Um, but like uh, if you're if you're talking about the one that um in the picture that Chris uh um, oh, those noticed, things like 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 where it's just like the the drain is just on the floor and the showers in the like the corner there's no like bathtub or anything it's just part of the floor um that that shower is downstairs but we got another one uh that's more old school upstairs with a like that's inside of a, a bathtub, and it's not like one of those um, modern bathtubs that's connected to the wall. It's just like on the floor. It's pretty old school house, but it's it's nice. So you get, so you get two houses. showers. That's kind of huge. It is pretty nice, but it's also strange because the one downstairs, for whatever fucking reason, is next to the kitchen. So that's an interesting dynamic. I've never heard of that before. I don't know if it's just me, but there's a shower right next to our kitchen. So that's that's something. That, that's that's pretty sick. You can have like a little cream cook, or fucking cook and take a shower. Yeah, cook and take a shower at the same time. Yeah. Um, and we don't have a we don't have a curtain in there yet, so we can just literally just walk right it's in like a Roman bathhouse in there. Wait, wait yeah. to see if the thing's boiling. Just peek your head out. <laughs> I'm dead. Yeah, I've also smoked closed cigarettes, so that's good. <laughs> <laughs> that house was so gross. Like, I feel like, <laughs> I feel like people don't get it now. 
sure it's just as gross. Dude, whenever you'd leave that place, you'd always smell like it, too. Oh, dude. You, you guys should have smell was ridiculous. My laptop. When I took apart my laptop for, like, a cleaning after I moved out of there. My God, dude. It's like... <laughs> Like, there wasn't just dust, it was, like, a dust that was, like, a tainted color. Like, you knew it was... It's like, if you ever see, like, those houses from, like, the 50s, where, like, oh, this person's been smoking in here for 30 years, and yeah, you look at the grandpa, ceiling, yeah. and it's all, it's all, like, that weird yellowish color. That's what the inside of my laptop looked like. I'm surprised it still worked. That, um, that brings me back to the time where I moved into Jeff Dan's room after he moved out. And I cleaned out the inside of the mini fridge he was using. And oh my fucking god, there were so many goddamn, like, um, what do you call them? Mealworms just like crawling around on the inside of the fridge. And like, it was absolutely disgusting. And you, like, he's a chef, if, by the way. Yeah, yeah, this guy's, this guy's a fucking chef. So, like, he, but we like, whatever the fuck he left in there was just. You, you opened it and like well he had lizards room. right no he had something that had mealworms yeah he did have lizards so yeah i'm, I'm sorry I, I don't know i can't remember what the fuck they're called but like maggots the, the, yes maggots yes i don't know uh, why i blanked on that but it's just like maggots everywhere did he leave the fridge uh, in there for a while or was it just because he just had shit in the fridge yeah uh, i mean if it I wasn't over the summer thing that could also be like a no because like i'm just a bad luck i moved in like almost directly after he moved out because like not because i had any problems with max or anything but i just wanted to have a single so the moment that dan chef dan moved out i moved into his room so i could have a single and i was cleaning the place up and the, that fridge alone took me more than the rest of the room not because it took me a while to wipe everything down it's Captain, because it took me that. nothing was as bad as when i was yeah fucking... see I needed a fridge, but like it wasn't—it wasn't the actual cleaning, Cut that. Like, wiping shit down inside Broke of the fridge. It was the trying not to puke slash breathe while the fridge was open. Remember, Sharp but, made me clean the fridge, Joe. That many fridges yeah, found, so and he like mixed chemicals, and I was like dizzy for like two days. Bro, I'm still pissed at Chet. Oh. I gave him my fridge, a brand new fridge, pretty much, because I kept it like mostly pristine. Oh yeah, and he destroyed it. And then I come back like two weeks later, and I see it in the yard, completely smashed. And he's like, "Oh, it stopped working." And I'm like, "What do you mean it stopped working? It was pristine, dude. Like I, I clean that thing like once a week." <laughs> oh, dude, <laughs> it was out there for so long. So long was it out there? Those, like, I, like, uh, I would have taken it to my next apartment. Remember the bike? That was the case. Remember the bike that Spring brought back that time with all of his fucking friends? And then he's like, it stayed there for years. <laughs> he's like, Joey, we're putting it in my room. And then they no, try to exercise bring bike, it too. It's not just a bike. Yeah, they try to bring it upstairs. They cut healthy. it so they put oh, it in wait, the yard. Yeah. 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 And then the, the next day at the meeting or at the monthly, he's like, I have no idea what you're talking about. That was not me. <laughs> And we're like, bro, watched we watched him. it. <laughs> yeah, and you, you that was like me. when he was like, uh, that was when he was breaking the bottles out back or whatever. And Trevor <laughs> called, and then he's like, we were out there and we didn't see anything. <laughs> we're like, then we wonder who it is. <laughs> or the lighters getting thrown over the fence. <laughs> they're like, they're like harassing. Like, My dog him. almost ate it. <laughs> oh, we'll keep an eye out. <laughs> 
It's kind of like Adam, uh, Adam F, dude. I don't know if he thought he was fooling us or if he just realized we didn't fucking want to fight him on it. <laughs> like, oh, oh yeah, yeah. it's like, oh, I borrowed your car, but this dent was here before. I was like, <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> I know for a fact uh, it wasn't. <laughs> oh, dude, I'm fucking dead. Oh. I remember the first time when I was a social brother, I saw a mouse now. And I was like, guys, there's a fucking mouse in the kitchen. And then I think it was fucking Ronnie and Babs were like, yeah. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, like, dude, like you'd hear him scurrying around on the third floor and shit. Nightmare. Remember we caught the one, Joe? We caught this fucking mouse. We brought it outside to spare this thing, which we shouldn't have done anyways because we knew it was going to back in at some point. But literally, well, it we didn't, didn't even get make the it. chance to finish it off if we wanted to. No, yeah, it got out of the fucking container and then ran right back out in the house up the stairs. Like up the stairs into the house. <laughs> it was like a Tom and Jerry cartoon. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Fucking God. We're like, fuck. <laughs> Took us like an hour to catch that thing. <laughs> Dude, I set up traps where I'd like, I took crackers and I like dipped them into vodka. So they would eat them and I was hoping their little li- livers would just explode instantly. <laughs> and then they'd have a dead rat. I don't think it worked. I think they just got drunk and started banging in the walls, but. <laughs> Most likely. That's not enough, Joe. They just got you. Just got drunk mice. Then yeah, apparently those things can handle their liquor, especially Lowell mice. <laughs> it's like half their they body. They probably know they... where to get. <laughs> they know where to get drunk. Oh yeah, they just go down to the trap. Go down to Rex's. Oh, nice. What are we? What are we reaching here? Time wise. We're probably reaching the two-hour mark now. Yeah. Probably a good place to c- call it. Evan or Spencer, do you guys have any closing thoughts? Go get vaccinated. It's not that bad. That's a good one. Yeah, Ooh. I changed my mind on getting vaccinated. Like I'm scheduling an appointment soon. I signed up, but I'm not going to get like selected for it. So. But I did it's sign weird. up. That's the most I can do. The weird thing is, like with the vaccine, so... Um, I got Moderna, and Damn. what happened was, like, you know how everyone's experiencing all these side effects? Uh, uh-huh. Nausea, headache, all that shit, um, for the days after, and that's described as just evidence that the vaccine is working and building up the antibodies uh, needed. So, when I got both of my doses, I felt absolutely fine the next couple of days, um, and literally all I felt was like that normal, uh, soreness in your upper arm that you get after any vaccination. So like, it leads me to believe like if I'm, if like at my work, I'm just part of, I, I got a placebo that's part of some experiment that's going on. That's just me. Like, I don't actually <laughs> be believe so that, but like, it, it's like, I don't, I don't actually believe that, but it's just like fun to kind of have that conspiracy Bro, uh, in my head, I've been I've been going through that they've been giving me some poison or some shit. My arm hurt for 
I got fucking deathly sick the next day. I was like a hundred fucking degree fever. And I felt like shit. I, I like, dude, like I just did not feel good for two weeks. And I had this weird thing, dude, where in my left eye, it was like someone was flashing a flashlight directly straight, but the rest of my eye was like blinding light. It's never happened. That's an to me ocular. Before. That's like the definition of an ocular migraine. You don't need to have the headache with it. It was nuts, dude. I was fucking freaking out. I've never had one of them. two days after my I took my shot. And I'm not saying it's connected or anything, but like same thing you said, like the the like. In my head, I've been thinking like I'm in a fu- like a fucking same thing. In this like a test, we will poison these people. <laughs> <laughs> just yeah, to but- see, just to see what it would look like if it was bad. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I've been trying to. I've been thinking like trying to do the Spidey shooting thing and shit too. Like, we all have some superpowers. Just in case. Every now and then, just like whip around. <laughs> there's a good word for me last summer that fucking <laughs> like is posting the shit. That's like you're just getting injected with mercury and shit. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> so I'm like, why? Why would they do that? <laughs> that's literally what I've always said. And I'm like, someone else was like, oh, like I'm not getting my Uncle Joe's really <laughs> like. Who gives it? Like, even if it is, dude, like, all right. Now they get to track me even better than my fucking phone that's always on me. My, my listening, my phone that has a microphone. And every, it stores every single search I do. But no, they actually made up this huge global pandemic so Bill Gates can put a little Microsoft. Then you'll buy the new Xbox One. Windows 11 coming out soon. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be compelled to buy it. Bill Gates is cool. <laughs> He's totally not a loser or a nerd. <laughs> he, was, he was probably totally so cool in high school. Didn't get bullied at all. <laughs> oh, what a nightmare. But, yeah, no, that's funny. It, it I, it... It, everybody's experience with it has been different. And I don't know, like, it might even be a placebo. I had, like, I was anxious. Because, dude, they, like, I said it on last week's episode. They made it out, like, they're like, all right, go down to the end of the aisle. Ask Dave, and he'll sign you up. And then I go down to the end of the aisle and ask Dave. He's like, he's like all right, you're going to go down to the end of this aisle. Turn right. A guy named Sam will be down there. He'll be giving you your shot. And I'm like, okay. And it's just like they'd be going through the maze of the store. And then there's this guy who didn't, like I said, like didn't look like a doctor. Was texting on his phone, had this like table like rolled out with fucking like band-aids and shit like that. Like didn't look professional at all. He stuck it in my arm and then was like, all right, go sit over there for 15 minutes. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> so, like, I thought you had to keep the thing at a certain temperature and stuff. Like it was just sitting out in the bottle. But yeah. Next, go to the end of the room, buy a bus ticket. Get to Oklahoma. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. You'll see a diner. You'll meet a man named Sam. <laughs> You'll meet oh, another order man the shrimp Sam. scampi. <laughs> Dude, then oh take God. the paper bag. You'll be good. 
do not eat the scampi. <laughs> you At any point, you room. see someone following you. Turn around. <laughs> Delivered to room Go 1312 in the Ramada. Wait for further instructions. Then the vaccine will work, and then you can. Then we then we'll, we won't give you the placebo. I'll give you the real one. <laughs> we promise. What if Biden comes out and says, "By the way, guys, they were all placebos, every single one." Did you see the thing that he said the other day? That he like, he like is like blaming something on Trump. <laughs> he was just guess staring around and this is like they're screaming questions at him, and he's just like, "Okay, bye." <laughs> so funny, dude. Oh, it has just not changed. <laughs> but, yep. Well, guys, that was a fucking fantastic episode, I think. We got down to the nitty-gritty on sports. Uh, it was, a, it was, it was uh, definitely fun having you guys both on, hearing you guys' stuff. Um, I'm sure we'll have you both on against Spencer. I mean, you're at this rate, <laughs> like, you're becoming like a fucking bi-weekly guest. Yeah, you're going to have to throw me into the graphic. Dude. We're gonna have to in fucking read in redesign. the sky. <laughs> yeah, you can be the fucking gabagools in the sky. Eventually, it's gonna look like the freaking uh, Sergeant Pepper's cover <laughs> with everyone on it. Spencer, are you, are you? Do you still? You don't vape still, do you? Uh, yes, I do. I don't want to admit it. Do you still the big box mod? Oh uh, yeah, I'm holding it right now. Dude, that's one of those things I forgot was like always on right here. I think he was always one. strapped with it. I lost mine. I have so many people in Sigo got rid of theirs because they all started breaking. And I just kept collecting the broken ones and like kept making more working box mods out of them. I have these like Frankenstein box mods down here <laughs> from like twelve different like parts. Dude, I forgot you were one of those kids that were always strapped, dude. Always blowing fat. I wasn't cars. always strapped with it, but no, not you. Once the, well, once the jewel came around, that was the jewel. That was it. <laughs> the jewel Dude. will be an arrow. Aaron was ripping his fucking jewel. Kid's still holding on. Fortnite and the jewel just cannot give up to his. Give up his. He hasn't been here for like forty-five minutes. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I blame Sigo though. Fucking. <laughs> I'd quit smoking. Oh. I went back there and like cigarettes were done. Then I see everybody's vaping and I'm like, damn, dude, I used to vape. That shit was awesome. <laughs> uh, yeah, dude. We, the problem with Sigo is just we all fed to each other's like bad fucking. They're like, oh, do you want to not go to class, smoke pot, and drink a fucking 18 rack of beer on the porch? Yeah, sure, why not? It's a beautiful fucking day. Let's <laughs> <laughs> fucking do it. Yeah. Anything above 35 degrees, because that we're talking about with Growlish, I'm, I'm still, I'm just going to call him Growlish. You're too late, Growlish. You should have corrected me three years ago. But, fuck, that's even longer than that, dude. It's four years ago. 50, 57 was the newest class. Yeah, th- this, is, this is four years after the semester I rushed, which is pretty fucked up. Holy fuck, dude! Oh Six my years God. for me, right? Early two thousand, late two thousand fifteen was when I became brother. 
don't even you want to say. 16 in this in, in, <laughs> in <those laughs> Joe, wouldn't it be? You rushed in 20. We graduated high school in May. Yeah, in but you didn't get in until 2016. Oh, yeah, I guess it was like January 1st or something. Yeah. Yeah. That wouldn't make sense. But I was rushing it. Yeah. Because I was in, I was in uh, MCLA. For some reason, I don't think like the year starts till after. <laughs> after school starts, yeah. In January 20th. <laughs> That's actually the new year. Damn, dude. Evan, four years ago to rejoin. Shit. Well, you're also older than me. <laughs> yeah. But only by like what a month and a half, maybe, maybe two months. When's your birthday again? May thirtieth. Yeah, so it's only two months. No, three, two, two. Yeah, two. But we're both turning twenty-three this year, Evan. Yeah, definitely. No, we're turning twenty-three. We've said it before because last year didn't count. We're all taking last year off. We're staying twenty-three. I wasn't being sarcastic. I'm definitely 22 right now. <laughs> uh, to be young again. But anyway, yeah, the guys, great episode. Great to have you both on. Um, like I said, we're probably going to start doing like a 15-minute like segment show where we definitely both have you, have you guys on at some point of that. We'll have you on again. Uh, even when Kriegs is on, dude. Let's see how many people we can shove into one fucking <laughs> podcast. I would absolutely... Try to make myself available to uh, Kriegs is in your uh, last pick tree too, isn't he? Oh yeah, dude. Yes, sir. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Get real last can, pick up in here. We can have Aaron sit out and have Krieger sit because they have similar nose height and width. <laughs> and Volume. honestly, we could probably Photoshop <laughs> Krieger's face onto Aaron's for that one episode. But Krieger's hair isn't as luscious as But anyway. And we got to get Darius and Sonny in here. Oh, well, when fucking... Sonny. <laughs> I think I met him once. We can, uh, we should hit, no, maybe hit I up Meech. And... I might be thinking of someone else. We should hit up Meech and ask him to take a break from parenting to make an appearance on the pod. Parenting <laughs> I, think he's been pod a, I think he's been a real adult for too long for us to... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a few people that, like, probably... Get, fucking... get drunk uh, John Warren on here. Oh my god. When we have a live episode of Like live from Sigo. Not live. Not live live. Not live live. I mean like live like we record with at Sigo. We could but... do a live live one and then just have like a little cutscene where it's like what's that old timey nineteen fifties like projector Indian head. Native American head, sorry. But you know what I'm talking God, about? The police stand by. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? The police stand by slide. And then, like, yeah. we could have someone on, like, just a trigger that, like, triggers that instantly. So nothing We need to have, happens. like, a fucking yep. 20, 30 second. Yeah, time. yeah, like a five second or 20. We need more time, just in case, <laughs> with some of those characters there. But, um, yeah, no, that would be that would be fun. Once we all get back to normal, that would be gr- a great episode. But, yeah. Thanks for coming on, guys. Aaron, fuck you, because you're not even going to listen to it, so made fun of you. Um, Joey, uh, 
it's always a pleasure. I wish. What's your who do you want to be the quarterback to be, Joey? I want Tebow to make a comeback. I love it. So this is the takes we I need. I think he was content. unfairly treated back in the day. All he did was pray. All honest. he did was pray. All he did was take a knee and pray. And I don't think he was a virgin, though. He kept in his pants. He kept that pee locked away from those ladies. Yeah. How can, how can you be mad at that? Pee-pee. That's all I'm going to say. Honestly, I just don't trust him. Lindsay Vaughn, like... Yeah, she wasn't touching his pee I'm sure. And then she dated Tiger. Tiger! Guy's a legend. Oh, shit, I wanted to say that the Masters are on this week, and I'm, I'm not fucking watching what? that shit because Tigers is not, he's not he's not in it. That's true. I'll probably still watch. Oh, how is he doing, by the way? Probably won't play golf competitively. Really? I didn't yeah. know that bad. Yeah. All right, my phone's gonna die, so let's uh. Yeah, let's wrap it up. Yeah. Appreciate you boys having me on.